Welcome to the World Healing Tour podcast, where our mission is to help you heal yourself so you can heal the world. Hi, my name is Noah Crane. Each week, we will bring you tips and tools and empower you to live your most uplifting and joyful life. I'm also the founder of the 3G Effect Mindset, a daily practice to remind you to be heart-centered in everything you do by taking three important actions. Number one, having a grateful heart and connecting to your gratitude late every day. When you're connected to gratitude, you're connecting to positive feelings and positive emotions, and therefore drawing more of those positive things into your life. So think about it right now. What are you grateful for in this moment? And then also spread that gratitude into the world because when you're in a place of gratitude and appreciation and you're spreading it to others, you get to receive more gratitude in return. So keep spreading the gratitude. Number two, being grounded in love and compassion. First, love and compassion for yourself. And then learning to also share that love and compassion with others. When you are in a place of love and compassion, you're connecting to yourself and your own self-love and you stop rejecting yourself and start being in a place of acceptance more rather than rejection. And therefore, you can also be in a place of forgiveness. When you're in a place of forgiveness, love and acceptance, you're also bringing that energy into the world and creating less obstacles in your own life. Don't we wanna all have less obstacles and more flow in our life? When, when you're in a place of love and compassion, you get to have more of that in your life. The way to keep putting love and compassion in, in the world is by seeing people and places and things that you touch with more love and compassion, putting hearts in the world every day because the world is round and whatever energy you put into the world will come back to you. So keep putting out every day love and compassion. If you want to receive more love and compassion, an abundance of love and compassion in return. And number three, knowing every day that you are guided by God. God is inside you beside you and all around you. Learn to listen to God's guidance by opening your heart and soul to God. Learn to pray to God, to ask for God, for support and guidance in your journey, because knowing that you're not alone, God will send messengers and messages to you to help you on this journey, but you have to be open. You have to keep asking God for love and support. I do this work every day, every day, I ask God for support. Every day I connect, I do those three important actions. I call it the 3G effect mindset. Every day to create more abundance, more love, and more flow in my life, less obstacles in my life. And I do get to live every day with seeing so many more miracles all around me. Today I wanna share a beautiful story with you of a miracle that really inspired me and touched my heart. A young woman, a young girl, um, young woman actually, that was taken hostage recently um, in the conflict in the Middle East by terrorism. She was taken into underground um, tunnels and she was in this underground tunnel that was all booby-trapped that nobody could ever, ever think of rescuing her from there. She was actually rescued and that's not what I wanna talk about, the fact that she was rescued and she was also the only hostage that was rescued so far from the terrorists. But what was so interesting about this is that her mom, her mom never gave up. 
She did, she did incredible actions, like bringing the Bible into her house and praying over the Bible, praying to God, asking God to bring her beautiful daughter back home to her. She cried to God. She pleaded to God. She did good deeds to God just to show him that she's committed. She asked God, don't let me down. This is my daughter. This is the love of my life. And then she gets this phone call that her daughter was the hostage that was released. The only hostage since the beginning of this siege that was released, that, that was, wasn't released, but that was saved by, um, by us. So it's just such an amazing story. I was so inspired by the mom, by her commitment. She didn't just crumble and fall apart. Her faith kept her so strong. And she knew, she knew in her heart and soul that her daughter was gonna come back home safe to her. It's that faith, it's that constant, asking and talking and belief within yourself, within your journey that creates everything that you've ever wanted. You have to believe it first. If you don't believe it, how can you truly, truly manifest it into your life? So that was such a beautiful story and inspired me so much that I needed to share with you the journey of this incredible strength that this mom had. But turning over to today, we're gonna be speaking about a very different subject. We're gonna be speaking about autism and how autism can affect your life and how you can overcome autism just by being powerful every day in your life, by having faith and trust and never giving up on yourself. I have an amazing guest today that I'm really excited to have. He's also a personal friend of mine, um, Brian Coletto. Welcome to the World Healing Tour podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Pleasure to be here, Noah. Thank you so much. So, Brian, I wanted to start by talking a little bit about your story and about your own journey with autism. When did you first know that you were on the spectrum and how did you learn to navigate that? Well, um, I was diagnosed at four. I didn't know until I was almost 16 when I was filling out a form. My mother was helping me fill out a form for a band trip and I happened to see the term. And from there, I began to hear a little bit more about what autism really is and go beyond just what I was told as a kid that I learned differently. And so it all began to start making sense so um and then i uh i i did go through periods where it was a little bit of a bummer or at least that's what the feeling was for a while like i didn't really want to be part of that and then I started to really embrace that, um, particularly because of the platform we met on Clubhouse. And I mean, I've talked about it all the time as an adult, but I really began to own in on that over the last few years because of Clubhouse and all the different spaces I participated in that helped me get where I am today. So Cl Clubhouse was a huge, huge contribution to you in your life um, because you've learned so much, you've grown so much. Um, 
so many people love you on that platform. Can you tell us a little bit how you found the platform and how you started to connect there? So I got an invite from a local real life friend of mine um, who used to be part of the Rotary Club that I'm part of. And it took a little while though before I really got going with the platform. I accepted the invite in February of 2021. And then I didn't really find my break break until late April, early May of 2021, when I was be participating in some of the bigger rooms and began to see people from all over the world. It's really hard to explain, but I went through some people's follow lists and eventually I found a group um, that has been defunct since, I would say, March 2022, uh, called The Real Ones. And that was where I got my big break and started finding all these other people through different spaces as people were always having cocktail hour style spaces on there for so long and that was why I was able to take in so much and learn so much from it in 2021 as people were still home with, with the pandemic concerns so it's a it, it's a big part of me I love that, Brian. So how important is it to bring awareness to autism? Because I know when you speak on Clubhouse or when you speak with, on, in these rooms, you always start with letting people know that you're on the autism spectrum. Yeah, it's very important for me to bring awareness to autism and acceptance, I will add, because in 2023, acceptance has become more of the term, not that awareness is completely gone, but we're at a point where it doesn't just need to be awareness, it needs to be more acceptance. And the reason for that being that there are some sometimes awkward behaviors that I may have, and also because I don't just jump in with thoughts right away. It's part of my information processing and also being respectful of others as well. What are some of the behaviors that you see within kids with autism or within yourself that are different than the general public? Hand flapping, for one. I still do it, although I do it more so as imitating air basketball these days. But hand flapping is definitely one of them. Uh, sometimes screaming uh, without saying words, but just screaming 
can be a characteristic where they are feeling something, but they can't tell you for one reason or another what it is. Those, those are among some of the visual or more obvious signs of the spectrum. Thank you. Thank you, Brian, for that. Um, so on Clubhouse, how has it helped you deal with some of those things? How are you able, what do you love the most about Clubhouse and about connecting with other people? Because Clubhouse is an audio app where people connect with each other from all over the world. And that helped you really use your voice, which I can tell. So how has it helped you grow within yourself by using your voice? Well, it's helped prepare me for networking events and groups of old and new that I've met with uh, inspiring new conversations with people. It's helped with not just hopping around from one person to the next all the time. Um, it, it's helped with a lot of different things as it relates to uh, my off-the-app activities, if that makes sense. Yes, and also it helped you with some people skills, right? And to be able to have conversations with people. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of good things on, on that app, but also there's people that are not always nice. It's almost, it's like the real world, right? There's nice people, there's people that, are, that will reject you more. How have you dealt with those people that are not very accepting and are more rejecting of who you are? Well, some in a few rare occasions, I've reported it to Clubhouse. And sometimes on occasion, I'll just leave a space and there, there was even one time where I um, stopped participating in a space for a few weeks before coming back. So I don't allow for myself to be a pushover for people. Luckily, it hasn't happened too many times mm -hmm. on the app for me, but I just, I just deal with it and I know my coping mechanisms with all of that. And I don't usually consult my parents on it because then it'll just make it worse for me to do that. So I, I know what I need to do and I don't let it affect me when I'm around my parents and I just uh, keep moving forward. That's all there is to that. That's powerful, very powerful. So how do you bring, I know that you do all kinds of things on social media, to bring more awareness to autism. Can you share with us, with the audience, some of the things that you do to bring awareness to autism? So I make videos uh, that are usually about autism. I say usually because there may be an occasional video here or there that's not about autism. But what I do is 
I use trending audio sounds, sometimes sounds I pick out, and sometimes I just uh, say a message or I sing a little bit myself and then say what I want to say. Or maybe I'll just do a little bit of singing and that's that. So there, there's a variety of what I do with the videos that I do on all the different platforms. Some do better than others, but I just maintain consistency. And that's that's how I do that. There may be occasions where I show stuff in photos as well. But usually that's during the month of April of Autism Month. Um, but always with the videos, for sure. And, and, how, and how has social media helped you grow yourself? It's helped make a lot of new connections. It's it's helped open up the world. And if you use it properly too, it may even get you to real life activities as well. Facebook has an events column, as many people know. You can look for events in your area. If you don't wanna get on a plane or can't afford it, or you're just having too many complications with your everyday life to get on a plane, you can look for events in your area to get to go to and figure out how to get there and um, build relationships with people. And people that are outside of your Facebook friends list, you probably won't know if they're actually going to be there um, if you're doing it through Facebook events. And, and it'll be like a nice surprise. So... So that that's a way that that helps. You can also find events through other platforms too. You can find them on Instagram and LinkedIn, just a, in a little bit of a different way. So yeah, social media has really helped embrace um, new ideas, new activities, and sometimes even conversations about uh, bringing it to real life. And there's been occasions where that has happened for me. That's great. So that's the good of it. Yeah, and I know you love people so much and you love, you know, to really put yourself out there, which I think, you know, it's not a usual thing with a lot of people with autism. They kind of keep this, themselves more closed off, but your commitment to yourself is really, really big. How important has it been for you to keep growing, to keep transforming yourself, to become the man that you want to be? It's very important because there's, there's um, always going to be new opportunities. I believe that there will continue to be medical breakthroughs and I also believe that over time, things will get better for 
a lot of people on the spectrum, maybe not everybody. I, I can't say everybody because I know that there are people that have other kinds of developmental challenges and other medical conditions that may keep them from being able to really get out there. But basically just, just to strive to be the best every day that you can be. And for caregivers of others on the spectrum who are not able to be so independent, just um, don't give up. And I know that it can feel very dark when things seem to be only going wrong. But you can't you can't forget that that everything does come to an end and there's a four-word phrase that is very popular, this too shall pass. And I really believe that this too shall pass. Very powerful words, Brian. Um, so I see your faith and trust in yourself and faith and trust in your journey. <clears throat> Why, <clears throat> excuse me. Why is faith and trust, spirituality, a connection to God is so important to heal yourself? Faith and trust in God is important to heal yourself because without that, you can't get to many places in life because you can't expect everything of yourself. You can't expect everything from your parents, your relatives, siblings, or people that you meet in the community. We all have the same 24 hours, 86, 400 seconds in a day. And we're all, most of us, I believe, are doing the best that we can. And, and I think that, that um, we have to decide that we're going to be loving to one another. I'm not saying that not to enjoy seeing sports games, but understand that all those forms of entertainment it's meant to be as such kept on the field, kept on the ice, kept on the court, etc. It's not meant to be taken off of that. So that's why faith in God, faith and trust in God is important. I love how you put that, right? I would, do you think we're way too focused on exterior things? And it's kind of like how you said that, you know, keep it where it is, like put things into perspective. That's what I got from what you just said, you know, that we're too, we bring too much of the outside into the inside. Is that how you feel? Yeah, I, I think that that's definitely how I feel. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to just be sports. It could be stuff that you see on the news. Like, I mean, of course, 
pray for situations in the world. I'm not saying that you shouldn't pray for it or see how you can help make it better, but don't drown yourself in it to the point that it's leading you down a bad direction. So do you find time daily to connect with God, to pray to God, or how has that journey been for you, your own faith and trust journey, and how has it helped you to become the man you are today? Yeah. I usually do a few seconds of prayer every night. The, the prayer has evolved over the years as I've really gotten into it. I used to say a lot of messages with it and who I pray for. Now I just spend a few seconds and whatever was intended of prayer throughout the day just gets all lifted up at once for me. And I really think that God works that with everything because he knows that I'm not going to be able to list every single person and what they're going through in that moment because I can't remember everything all at once because I see a lot of things and and uh, and I deal with a lot of people these days. So it's sort of like what a religious leader might do, but not really so focused on the religion part and more so just on the relationship with God, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. And it, it almost talks to the fact that you're also a very spiritual person. Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, I love that so much. So, so Brian, what are some things that, going back to the autism, you know, because we talked a lot about your own journey, going back to autism, what are some things that you think could help people understand autism more? Like, what are some things that maybe behaviors or things, I know we talked about it a little bit, that, you know, people in the autism spectrum may have or do that people should be more aware of and more compassionate towards? Delayed responses to questions is one thing. Again, part of that is information processing. Part of that is maybe putting somebody on the spot in either an unfair way or just right in that moment. And also understanding that they may not always see the gray area between black and white or right and wrong. And also they may not always understand nonverbal cues. I don't always understand all of that. And there's been times where I've had to be called in for something um, for, for that meaning that somebody needed to address it with me uh, somewhere. 
because of that. And I mean, grant you, I've learned from these and it, and, and I don't want people to think the worst of it. I'm just saying what I'm feeling in this moment. As I say that, what I'm saying is that I'm not perfect and that I had to learn some things myself. Can you expand a little bit about the nonverbal cues and about the seeing things black and white, not being able to see the gray in between? That's what I think you're getting to. Um, what, how, can you expand a little bit on that? Yeah. So, for example, like a nonverbal cue, like if somebody is moving away from you, they, they may feel a little bit uncomfortable. I may not always recognize that as they're uncomfortable, I may just think, oh, they just need a little bit of space. The gray area between right and wrong, that's basically saying that there's two ends of the spectrum. This one is all right, this one's all wrong, this one is somewhere in the middle where there's a little bit of wrong, there's a little bit of right. It could go either way. So that that's where the struggle is, is that area where it's not so obvious that somebody's right or somebody's wrong. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So being able to see other people's perspective as well. Yes. Not just your own perspective. Correct. Right. And um, that's really great. And, and Brian, I know that you know that I have a son with autism. He's on the spectrum. He's 22 years old. And yeah, he does tend to have a, like if I'll ask him something, like a question, it, it takes some time to answer me back. Like, he'll, like he's processing it. And sometimes I'm like, come on, can you just choose? Like, do you want to go eat here or here? Because I got to get you to work. You have 10 minutes before we go. Can you just tell me where you want to eat? And he just can't process it as fast as I expect him sometimes to answer me. And um, he does he does delay response a lot. And so I can really relate to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That that on a personal note, that is sometimes a little bit of a challenge. If I'm supposed to pick where we go out to eat for dinner, where it's like, oh, what do I really want? Do I really want to go here? Do I really want to go there? And there are other places that I go that I know my parents won't go to because it's a little too far out of their ideal range from home to a restaurant. I just happen to go to further places away because I go everywhere for different events, not just networking, but for street fairs and other kinds of events as well. Is being independent seems to be very important to you. And I know that you've been working at the same job for a long time, right? For like 20 some years? Uh, not yet on the 20, more like 15 about. T tell us a little bit about your job and what you do. So, I'm a marketing administrator 
for a nonprofit occupational training center agency for all kinds of special needs adults. The marketing currently, as of this podcast, involves the social media, which is LinkedIn and Facebook. And in the future, will involve other avenues of of uh, electronic communication to people. I also work in our work center as a production assistant. So that involves setting up assembly work for our participants that we have vendors that we have contracts with that we get that work to them at our facility. So it it has been my entire adult life working there. And the environment overall is extremely supportive. That's that's great, Brian. And it, it seems like you do what you love. So how how has it made you how much confidence has it given you in your life to be able to to have a job that you enjoy, um, to be independent, um, how has that helped you grow yourself and, and you know become the man that you are right now? Well, for one, in my very early years, it involved beginning to let out things that I hadn't let out in the past as it related to things at home, and also from my days at school. And I also had a lot of encouragement with looking for activities outside of working a part-time job. So have you seen autism as a barrier or as a strength in your life? I used to see it as a barrier. Now it's a strength in my life. I love that. So how do you see, how has that changed for you from seeing it as a barrier to seeing it as a strength? I'm just wondering because be so cool for people to really understand and get into your world and get really empowered by what you have to say, how you've changed it around. Cause that's a really powerful thing to change something from a barrier into a strength. Well, uh, what I can say, Noah, is that I th- I think that the the main reasoning behind seeing it as a strength came from Clubhouse. I remember a fellow man with autism who I met on the platform, and I remember speaking in that room talking about coping with autism, and he interrupted after my share to say it's not about coping with it it's about thriving with it and that really helped change my perspective I mean it started to change even before that even before Clubhouse came along but Clubhouse really helped me really own in on that own in on learning to thrive with it 
instead of just coping with autism. I love that story. I love that, Brian, that he told you to, you know, to thrive. I love that so much. So it seems like a positive mindset has really helped you in your life. Um, how important, I mean, from your own experience, is it to have a positive mindset and a positive attitude on your journey daily, even through all the challenges that you've been going through? Very important. It's very important because if, if I drown too much in the negative or what's wrong, then I'll just be very crazy. And, and I've seen that uh, positivity and, and especially with things I've shared over the years on social media that have brought positivity to people really does make a difference in how you connect with people beyond likes and comments on social media. I love that. So who are some of the positive role models in your life that you really, um, that you really take strength from the most? Um, well, positive role models are God, my parents, you, Noah, Aww. and um, many other countless people that are uh, positive role models for me. Um, I will mention that um, the first chamber that I truly connected with back in 2019, I the um, the person who was the CEO at that time, they they actually just retired from being CEO, but he was he and is a. Uh, great positive influence on me. And that same chamber's Young Professionals Alliance group, the two guys who lead that chamber are also positive influences on me with helping amplify me and encouraging me, even when I wasn't even sure if I had any entrepreneurship skills in myself. So that's, so those are among the people that I can point out as uh, really positive influences for me. I love that. It really shows how nobody can be successful on their own. We all need mentors and people to really p help us get to where we are, you know, to really help us even see our own beauty and our own strength within ourselves. We need those people to mirror that to us on a daily basis. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, Brian, what are some of the things that you love the most about yourself? Um, some of the things I love most about myself are my resilience and my ability to do a lot of things on my own terms and my drive to learn in many different ways from people and, and from the internet. I mean, I know that you can't believe everything you see on the internet, but there are a lot of other things that you can learn from it that can help go a long way towards navigating life or in the case of maps, figuring out my routes 
from point A to point B. So I love that about myself to be able to map out my routes and and also prepare for where I will park and um, and and also to um, again do the social media on my own terms as well that have um, brought uh, a lot of good stuff for me. I love that, Brian. What is um, a message before we end that you want to share with people that are watching this right now um, to keep believing in themselves or something, any message that you want to share with people um, that, have, that has helped you on your, mess, on your journey, like any tool or something that you think like, you know, can help others with autism or others that are struggling on the journey? Best thing to do is um, first um, pray to God, um, work through him, then use the resources like social media and maybe find local groups that you can um, meet up with and um, and they per perhaps a uh, support group for autism parents. I mean these are these things I'm talking about are not necessarily resources that my parents had when I was growing up in the 90s. the The resources are much more readily available these days. I mean, of course, do your research. Make sure you're not just getting into anything and make sure it's legitimate, but definitely um, look for those resources. And for those of you that are on the spectrum, just understand that a lot of times we go through the same things that most everyday adults go through where sometimes are really good, sometimes are really bad. And sometimes you just break down uh, like any sort of normal person would, especially those who are entrepreneurs. And know that uh, this too shall pass. And, and as long as you never stop learning, you'll get better every day. Well, that's great advice. Never stop learning. I love that. Um, actually, one last question, Brian. What are your hopes and dreams for yourself for the future? My hopes and dreams for myself would be to be a speaker and to be at least traveling within the U.S. to all the different uh, conventions slash experiences centers and meeting up with all the people that I've met through the virtual world and and to um, essentially show especially those in my regular family that that uh, anything is possible and that virtual can be taken to real life in a safe way. 
and and so my dreams are to um you know think outside the box and not succumb to statistics or just being like everybody else i love mm. that that that's so powerful i love your strength brian I really love who you are. You're such a beautiful person, you know, and uh, the fact that you work so much on yourself uh, to become the man, how you never give up, how resourceful you are, and how you want to spread the awareness for the autism because, you know, we all need that these days. We need to have more compassion and more openness and to be able to help each other in this world, you know? And I feel like people with autism face more challenges than the average person, you know, whether it's from rejection from other people, people not really understanding them, not connecting with them, maybe not really, really giving them a chance in life. And I think your voice is so important to get that message out of autism. So I really appreciate so much you being here today with me and, and using your voice to really help people understand the challenges that come with being different, with being on the autism spectrum, and how, you know, when we can learn to be more open to each other and have more love and compassion, um, the world is a beautiful place, it's, but it takes each one of us doing our own self-work. So, um, Brian, um, I'm so proud of you and so happy to call you my friend and uh, to keep seeing you growing and becoming whoever you want to be because I know there's nothing impossible um, especially when you do that work daily on yourself. Thank you, Noah. Um, I have a lot of appreciation for your friendship for me as well. And I'm excited to see you grow and to continue to be part of the World Healing Tour in any way that I can with the hopes, of course, that It'll, it'll be real life one day. <laughs> yeah, and it has been real life. We just kind of took a pause on the events right now, but um, hopefully, eventually, um, we will get back to the live events, which is going to be always really great. So thank you so much, Brian. Um, I want to thank our special guest, Brian, uh, for being with me on the World Healing Tour podcast every day. He really did move and inspire, I think, all of us in so many ways. His strength, his growth is just beyond. It's breaking the barriers of anything, any limits that could be in your way. Um, until next time, I want to remind you to remind you of doing those three important actions daily, the 3G effect mindset, to have a grateful heart, to ground in love and compassion, and to know every day that you are definitely being guided by God. Keep that faith, keep that trust in yourself and your journey, and live an elevated life of love compassion and gratitude till next time my friends have a beautiful day keep keep open to the miracles daily that come into your life namaste